not seen that. Hello and welcome to the latest episode. This is the part of our podcast where we delve into our closets of shame to discuss the films that mm. we definitely should have seen. Uh, have definitely pretended to have seen but actually haven't and that person who reveals uh in each episode what it is that they haven't seen has to go and watch it and then do a quiz to prove that they have uh, i i would say we're on episode like 15 of this and it still hasn't happened so you know there's it will one day it was close and um, well those <laughs> dulcet tones that you hear there that that's len hello yeah our big bear uh and then we've got i'm very i'm very bearded at the moment um <laughs> basically anyone who's keeping up to date with current affairs yeah uh and i'm sure you have been everybody we're in lockdown again here in australia and much to my partner's dismay every time lockdown happens i decide to just say fuck it and i let my hair grow really long i let my beard go really long i'm just giving up really so she's not happy um no. but in other news you know I look very bearded, um, like a bear, says Emma. Yeah, so great like news. A bear. Yeah, but, and, uh, but not could bear. I possi- no, could I possibly be giving some clues? Because we also have our Russian cosmonaut, Gareth, joining us today. Take it, he's an interesting character. Um, I, Hello, also Gareth, in lockdown. Welcome. I actually, I do the opposite when we go into lockdown. Also, to mm. my wife's despair. I shave every time we go into lockdown. Um, maybe, maybe we should swap wives. Perhaps. Perhaps. You know, I've, um, I've floated that idea many times. And Can I just uh, say, so yes, for the listeners, no. watches in a bowl. This is not fan critical wife swap. Um, this swingers. Is, this is a, fan critical. Fan swingers. This fan is swingers. not Sorry. that kind of podcast. Um, I, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, I'm Emma, one of the women of fan critical, in case Hello, you can't Emma. tell our voices. Hello. Um, Hello. So today. Why have you got a beard? No, joking. Lockdown, not even in lockdown. Not even in no lockdown. No, I just work. I work from home, so mm. everyone thinks it's a Zoom film. In a carnival. Yeah, I'm the bearded lady on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> well, that was a lovely introduction <laughs> to this episode. Uh, roll up, roll I, up. See the bearded lady. Only me and the shaved gaz. I'd pay for that. To be fair, I'd pay two pounds, two English pounds for that. You want to shave him, if anything? So. Yeah, anyway, let's crack on. It. This is getting silly. Uh, yes, it is, isn't it? Isn't it just as what happens when you record it, of an evening in Melbourne? Uh, so the film that we're going to be talking about today is the 1998 Michael Bay masterpiece, debatable, mm. Armageddon. Mm. Uh, and before I reveal, mm. if you don't already know who's not seen this film, as a guess, what do you think that the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is? Audience score. Oh, interesting question. I, I I actually haven't done any research. I I've seen this film like probably fifteen times, but I would guess audience score eighty one percent. Nah, it's gonna Gas? be lower than that. It's gonna be like sixty percent. Well, it's smack bang in the middle of that. It's seventy three percent, which I think is about right. So bang in the middle. Uh, but the tomato yeah, so meter. I win. Anyone want to, the actual? Closest without consensus. going over. 60%. Gaz? Nah, 40%. 38%. So Can't this be. is one of those Ouch. films, which two I think is, um, is a classic, but it is not particularly critically acclaimed, let's all be honest. Um, and actually, interestingly, that Gaz got those scores not far off, uh, because Gareth, until now, had never seen Armageddon. Oh, yeah. How the fuck have you not seen yeah. that? It's weird, um, that, isn't it? 
Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Gav, how the, how the fuck have you not seen that? Uh, I, d- I don't really know. To be fair, like big budget action movies were never really my thing. And um, I was 10 when this came out. I probably, I don't know. What else would I have been watching in 1998? Um, something on Nickelodeon, probably. I had no interest in this. and Same as now, then. Sister, sister. No. <laughs> Go home, Roger. Definitely, definitely that. Go home, um, Roger. I... Who loves orange soda? Yeah, sorry, sorry, I'll stop now. I'll stop soda. <laughs> oh, I'll good stop, times, stop. good times. Those are my memories of 1998. Um, not Armageddon. I, I will say, I do. I, I love the theme song to it. Um, I've always known Absolute that. Banger. I've known that for a long time. Um, I can do a fine rendition as well when I'm you suitably can. drunk. But um, go on I've then. Heard it. Go on then. Not suitably drunk. Go on, then. So there you go. There's my get out clause. We'll, we'll um, get it at the end of the podcast. Coward. I'm sure. Maybe. A couple of whiskeys Coward. down. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That wasn't me, by the way, just for anyone listening. Mm. So, I mean, and now you've gone 20 odd years without ever watching it, Gaz, which I think is, is shameful. Um, yeah. Very shameful. Yeah. I mean, how often, how often are you sitting down going... We're going to watch a movie tonight. Do you know what? Let's watch Armageddon. Nah, no. I've done that about seven times, actually. To be completely honest with you, I I genuinely have done that a lot. I mean, I said to my wife, um, I've got to bloody watch something. Which one? Did we swap at this point? Uh, My current wife. Um, (laughs) Uh Till we swap in the next episode of How the Fuck Have You Not Swapped Wives? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again. I said, I said to her, I've got to watch a film for How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Um, Armageddon. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it with you. Um, I haven't seen it either. And I said, how the fuck have you not seen that? But she also has a terrible track record with movies. So yeah. um, that was less of a surprise, I think. We love your wife, but that is true. Um, yeah. Well, Gaz, before, before you tell us how you and your wife uh, felt about watching uh, She uh, opted Armageddon. out in the end. Well, spoiler warning. Um, Len, tell us your experience. I mean, we've had a little bit there of, you know, repeated watchings. Uh, tell us your experience of the film Armageddon. Uh, yeah, I saw this film pretty much. I remember there was this phase of my life when um, 1998 to sort of 2001, 2002. The pre-gas um, era. I have very distinct, me- pre-gas. I have very distinct memories of how I used to consume movies i was so into films from a very young age anyone knows i saw robocop at the age of like four or five i saw Bad child's play at the age of four yeah at the age of four or five um i was very desensitized to any films above a pg from a very young age so it was very frustrating for me because i was actually quite up on um film news as well even at a young age i'm talking about even at the age of 10 i would see a trailer for a film that was coming out in the cinema. Um, Say it had like a 15 certificate or an R rating in America. And I used to say to my mum and dad, there's no way I can go see that, obviously. Uh, As soon as it comes out in the video store and there was this local video... Can we go to Blockbuster? Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. But I lived in a small village and there was only one video store within like an hour drive, you know, half an hour one way, half an hour the other way. So an hour radius of the city, of the village, sorry. And I remember being so excited going to this video store 
when certain films had come out and I'm thinking some that stick out in my mind are like Independence Day um, and Armageddon is 100% one of those films. I remember seeing a trailer for it and not being able to go see it because I was underage, obviously. And um, it came out in a video store. The day it came out in a video store, we reserved it. We went and picked it up, brought it back and watched it. And I loved it. I love space films, anything to do with space, basically. As a kid, I was obsessed with dinosaurs and space. Dinosaurs in space is even better. exactly what I was thinking. That'd be a winner. Dinosaurs in space. So... When this came out and we rented it and brought it home, I was so excited and I have very fond memories of the film um, for that reason. Um, look, it's not a great film in terms of the fact that it's a Michael Bay film. It, it's super heavy action, stylized and dramatic. However, I will say this about the film. I have extremely fond memories of it, as you just heard. Bruce Willis, I think, is great in the film. I like Ben Affleck in the film. In fact, I like the whole cast. I love the story. Um, And yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's been proven that this would not be possible. However, (laughs) just because it holds such a fond place in my heart, it gets four blueberries for me, okay? Um, Because it's so, it's just like Gaz said, who sits down and watches this film? I sit down and watch this film, I would say at least once a year. And that sounds mad to people. Um, maybe not out of choice. It's usually one of those films that you sort of come across at like 10pm at night and you catch the back end it's of like it It's like a, a Saturday channel. and you think, oh, yeah. we've had a film, what's on Channel 4? And it's Armageddon yeah, and or it's, yeah, and it's Arm- Independence yeah. Day. And, and you're always getting a good time. You're getting some zingy one-liners. You're getting Saving the World. There is a bit of emotion in there. And as a kid, I loved it. Tell, tell me one of the zingy one-liners. Steve Buscemi gives so many one-liners in this film that I don't think you dare, you know, uh, you know, especially when he goes crazy up on the asteroid. He's hilarious. Um, so for me, I'm giving it four. I have very, very fond memories of this film and that is why it gets a decent score. And like we've t- talked about before with this uh, series, how you saw the film and how you remember the film is actually integral sometimes to your experience and what you remember. Um Gaz is going to have a completely terrible view of this film because he's watching it as a 33-year-old man um, <laughs> who is, is yeah. settled in his life and uh, has got a bit more bitter and cold. You know, I watched this as an 11-year-old kid um, sitting there, uh, so excited full bringing it back from the video store, full About of hope and dreams and before they got crushed. Exactly. So for me, this is a four holds a very special place in my heart it was in a special special time when i just couldn't watch films in the cinema um so i had to wait ages for the video rentals well thank you len and i'm i'm so glad that you feel that way about armageddon when gaz said mm. that he'd never seen it you said it more than once in the last couple of months and i finally i finally got him to agree to to watch it for how the fuck have you not seen that um armageddon holds a very very special place in my heart and i'm going to tell you a story about why When I was young, my dad looked very much like Bruce Willis. Um, And we loved Bruce Willis as a family. He was one of our favourite actors. So my my favourite Saturday night go-to is, will I watch Die Hard, Armageddon or The Fifth Element? You have to wait till Christmas to watch Die Hard. That's... Um, that's And that's... 
Oh, great. Die Hard is my first Christmas film I'll watch, and I will watch it at the beginning of December, and I'll watch it at least another three times before Christmas. That's um, correct. So I, I very much like you, Len. I obviously was not old enough to have seen this in the cinema. I was nine when it mm-hmm. came out. Um, mm-hmm. But we got it on, we bought it on VHS, and then when it came out on DVD, Ooh, we also had it on DVD. We'd watch it on a regular basis. And I remember watching this with my dad and my stepmom, and then uh, all of us bawling our eyes out at the end of it. It is just, there Mm -hmm. are so many problems with this film, right? Just two examples today, fire and wind on an asteroid. But (laughs) in the context of this film, who gives a shit? It's it's got everything I want from a classic action movie, right? And you've got, you know, a plucky hero who's, you know, a little bit rough around the edges and then, you know, people who don't believe he can do it. And then there's a, you know, some difficult relationships and, you know, somebody eventually kind of turns around and becomes fantastic in their eyes. You know, they redeem themselves and, you know, there's a... Steve Buscemi. Oh, Steve Buscemi. You talk (laughs) about Steve Buscemi. So one of the best one-liners from Steve Buscemi, which I'm 100% sure it is um, unscripted. So it's when they're on the way up and... um, I think it's Willie Sharp says something about, you know, you know, get ready for a rocky ride. And Steve Buscemi's floating around and goes, oh, great. I haven't been sick in like an hour. And Bruce Willis is genuinely laughing at him. It is. Um, it's fantastic. Um, can I say a couple of things that I've noticed from your thing there? Emma? Fifth Element falls into that same bracket. I remember renting that from the same video store um, because it was once again that time. So add that to the list. Uh, fucking great film. God, I hope I, I hope I really wish none of us had seen Fifth Element. Um, that'd be maybe Lucy hasn't or something. She probably has. Uh, yeah. Oh, what a great film! Unbelievable. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to talk about is at this time when Armageddon came out, it was really weird because Deep Impact yeah. was like around the same time. It was like within six months of each other, right? And Anyone who thinks Deep Impact is a better film than is this... Is an idiot. I question that. It's an idiot. Okay? It's a fine film. Um, that, it's not Armageddon. It's fine. It's fine. Um, you know, it's not got the same sort of production value as Armageddon. Um, but anyway, maybe I need to watch Deep Impact again, because now I'm sitting there thinking... Yeah, that might be. Am I being harsh on Deep That's Impact? That's a Sunday afternoon maybe. film, Deep Impact. So we had two asteroid movies at the same time. And around this time... Volcano, starring Tommy Lee Jones, and Dante's Peak, yeah. and Dante's Peak. Oh yeah! Literally, it was like Dante's it Peak was like again, a geographical extinction type films that are very similar, released at the same time. Do you think so, we were just starting anyway. to learn about global warming, perhaps? Maybe. Very Don't know. ahead of its time. I think Deep Impact is again along the same lines as this. It's it's the kind of thing I will rewatch because I have fond memories of being mm-hmm. really excited about it. But anyway, that's enough from the very over over exuberant Len and Emma. Gaz, please tell us what you what you felt and thought in your first viewing of the masterpiece that is Armageddon and the blueberries you will allocate it. So the fact that you have given it five and four blueberries respectively <laughs> makes me want to take blueberries away from my rating. Um, no. Yeah. yeah, it does because don't be a, this don't is do a job. this is ludicrous. Um, unfortunately, it's not possible for me to take blueberries away from my score for this film. Um, Shut up! You're not giving it zero. That's not possible. I wish you could all see my face right now. I'm horrified. I know. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I've that got is pause, disgraceful. I've got a pause for deep impact here. Um, yeah. It pause for Dante's peak. <laughs> 
That's what? not the same. <laughs> was um, I've got to be honest with you. I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would going in. Yay! Yay! I, I I really did. Like I could not be fucked watching this. I was like, I know exactly what I'm getting here, and I can't be fucked with it. And sometimes that's nice, Gaz. Sometimes that is. Sometimes it is, and it's so fucking stupid. This film. Do you know? Like, do you know what percentage of the world's surface of the Earth's surface is urbanized or built up in some way? I'd say three percent. Spot on. Was I right? Spot on, Len. Three percent of the Earth's surface, and yet, and yet, these these asteroids (laughs) fall. Three times yeah. and happened to take out New York, Paris, yeah. and Paris. Shanghai. What the fucking odds are this? It's <laughs> nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, if if you if you're going to start picking it apart, then of yeah. course um, you're not going to get anything out of it. And uh, I decided, you know, it was a Saturday afternoon. I'd, I'd had a busy day. I'd got a lot of shit done. And I'd been for a run. I could come back. I sat down. I relaxed. Had a beer and watched Armageddon. And I think maybe that's exactly mm. the way that the film's supposed to be enjoyed. Um, that said, it as I say, it, it it is it is too stupid, and I can't with any degree of good conscience give this more than three blueberries. That's, that's not fine. to say that I didn't have a good time watching it. I did. Uh-huh. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I fail on this quiz, I'm not fucking watching it again anytime soon because <laughs> for some reason for it's two and a half. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I'd forgotten it was two and a half hours long. To it's be two and a half hours long. It's fucking ludicrous. What are they doing? What like? Don't do that. Saving the world. It's also yeah. so Michael Bade. It's ridiculous. The action sequences yeah. make no fucking sense. I had no idea who had died at any point or who was in mortal peril or who had made it back onto the shuttle. I'd... No idea because Michael Bay just loves cutting away from things constantly. His... Yeah. And his, his... the thing about Michael Bay and, and, his, and his filmmaking as well is like on Earth, at least he adheres to the rules of gravity in most times. So most of the cuts will be like a sharp cut to the left or a sharp cut to the right. When he's on this asteroid, some of his cuts are happening as the thing's rotating clockwise, counterclockwise. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? It's so bamboozling. It's it's absolutely baffling. I I was just sort of waiting for those like high-octane action sequences to end to then sort of establish what had happened and who was still alive or what. Yeah. And and it also seemed like gravity was a very... Um, Debatable it, force. Yeah, it was it, it, very transient, wasn't it? it? Like sometimes it was there and sometimes it had absolutely nothing to do with it. Sometimes the lack of gravity was very important. Sometimes, honestly, they could have just been fighting in a bar against each other rather than against giant rocks like these scenes were dreadfully edited um but hey i i think that there is a certain there's a certain amount of charm to a 90s action film 80s and 90s but 90s especially there's something about them and we've mentioned a bunch of them there that that kind of are of this ilk where a lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense you know that everyone's 
not an expert on astrophysics or or general basic physics um but it's fun and it's exciting and in 1998 no one gave a shit and i still don't now um (laughs) You know, gravity, Gaz, whatever. Wind you, on an uh, asteroid, listeners, fine. Listeners, you're not going to like this right now. There is some bug spider on my mic thing. Gaz, it is a spider. Ah! It's disgusting. I'm going to flick it. Oh, I flicked it, Gareth. And Gareth oh, hates spiders, listeners. And that is live. Just... Oh, my that God. That's awful. Jesus. How big... and, I don't uh, want to know. Don't tell me anything about it. Imagine. Uh, obviously, if it was massive, I would not still be here. It was small and red, Gareth. I don't know what that means here. I'm new to Australia. Poison. Is kill that it. Poisonous? Mate, I, I, think, I think kill it immediately, just in case, because that's... I flicked it. I, think you... I flicked it. I flicked it with the power of my finger, and it's flown somewhere. There if you live in Australia, world, yeah, there just, kill, you, just kill it. You, you can sort of let spiders live, because it's the right thing to do. In Australia, don't take the risk, mate. Go and find that. Yeah. Kill it. Well, get rid of it. If it survived the flick, um, maybe. It will if anything, a Len, I think what should happen now actually is you should just burn your house down and move. Good get call. Mel out first. Sorry. Obviously, she's she's heavily pregnant. Um, yeah. But then burn the house down. Just leave. That's it. Go. You know, we're okay actually. We're we're in we're in Melbourne, and Melbourne is a sophisticated, urbane city with not mm. a ridiculous number of spiders. I can tell you, I honestly. One of the three percent. When, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, it's it's an extremely people get the wrong idea about this about this country and think that we're all sort of fighting spiders constantly. Not in this part of 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 the world. Um, I see fewer spiders here than I saw in our little village that Len and I grew up in. Honestly, yeah, they won't kill you. We've we've massively diverged here. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, I was just Len, scared. I'm, I'm glad you flicked it and it's and you're alive. Uh, let's let's scuttle our way, Ooh, yeah, scurry into some of our favourite scenes, shall we? Um, Len, I'm going to come to you first. Give, give, tell us about a scene that you really love from Armageddon, and if it's one of mine, I'll be fuming. Um, it has to include Steve moment. Buscemi. Yeah, it's uh, it's when Ben Affleck's got the little. Um, cracker and he's putting it along Liv Tyler's tummy and he's no I'm joking oh, I fucking hate that whole bit <laughs> um, I, I, I'll be I honest north or south or south I actually hate all of the sexy scenes between Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler because yeah. 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 it makes it's me feel a weird. bit ill so please don't mention any more of those uh, yeah sorry I will say favourite scenes is tough it's tough I, I, I'll go talk about the end scene because um, I find it ludicrous uh, at the same time. Because I love Bruce Willis' character, um, Harry Stamper, which is also hey! the most ridiculous name ever. <laughs> um, and AJ. And I love the way that he, you know, he 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 rips the arm. You take care astral. of my little girl. You That's take your care job of now. That's I love you, job, son. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's oh. really sweet and obviously very emotional. Um, but I also love the way how the asteroid gets angry that it's about to be blown up, and therefore this thing does like us. <laughs> it doesn't want us to leave. It doesn't. It doesn't want to be blown up, uh, or whatever they say. And uh, that cracks me up. <laughs> it like it says they like, say it knows we're here to kill it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it's right. a rock. Um, it's so good. It knows we're here um, to and kill he's it. like scra- He's like waiting to press the button and then back in mission control 
obviously they're cutting backwards and forwards and rotating as they're cutting at the same time because it's Michael Bay and you're like, what's going on? He's like, push the goddamn button, Harry. And it's like, he pushes the button and it all blows up. But there's that whole drama around it. It's crazy and stupid and ridiculous, but I love it. Um, Mainly because I have fond memories of it, but yeah. That whole kind of set of scenes, so it kind of starts with them going down in the lift and then him, you know, puncturing his air thing so AJ has to get back in and they have that whole emotional moment and then there's then there's the video call with Harry and Grace and it's like that's the thing that always oh, gets yeah. me because it's like oh my dad's about to save the world but die on an asteroid and that got me crying and then it just I, then I just carried on here's a nice little tidbit for you so there's a bit where Bruce Willis's face is across all of the monitors in Houston yeah that was a mistake, uh, and he's talking it? to Liv no no <laughs> it was one uh, from your took- dad yeah, well, Cameo. I took a picture. I took a picture of it and sent it to my dad and said, "Just watching you save the world from an asteroid, Dad. Hope you're having a nice day." Well, oh, <laughs> he replied nice. with a gif. So, uh, well, yeah, very exciting. All right, here's a tidbit for you as well, Emma. Liv Tyler's birthday is the same as my birthday, the second of July. So make Ooh. of that what you will. That is a tidbit for you. Well, do you know what's weird about that? Go on. Ben Affleck's birthday. Same as mine. Yeah. Is it? Nah. Could be. No. <laughs> Could be. I wonder where Bruce Willis's uh, birthday is. Anyone want to know? I'll find out. No. Uh, no one wants to know. No. Um, it's March you, 19th, what, so he's also I'll a Pisces. Tell you, just, tell you what. Um, the, the, one of the things that you do know you're getting as soon as you start watching this film is the ultimate... 90s action predictability like this is the this is the the movie among others that stuff like south park and rick and morty just fucking love like you you know exactly what's going to happen every step of the way also by the way the president in rick and morty is in this yeah 100 this um and as as uh, the president no as no um, as the Chief of Ch- General Chief of Joint Chief of Staffs or whatever. Yeah. That, General that sounds, sorry to Kim- all Americans, Kimsey. that sounds ridiculous. Uh what I just said. The joint chief of staffs. Just the joint chief of staff. Um if that's a thing. The joint chief um, of staff. If not <laughs> sue me. Anyway. Um but Megan wasn't watching, my my wife, but she uh she walked past at one point and said, Ah, oh, is Ben Affleck gonna die in this? This was like before they left for the thing. And I was like, no, what's going to happen is he'll be about to die and Bruce Willis will save him, sacrificing himself and say something like, tell Gracie, I'm sorry, I couldn't keep my promise. And basically yeah. that exact thing <laughs> happened, like yeah. almost to the, 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 the word. It was almost perfect. Um, but yeah, it's fine. That's fun. It's I was say, there's a one of the scenes that I really enjoy is when they're all having their medicals and it's ridiculous. And at one point, there's a what looks like a massive anal probe, and then Michael Clark Duncan rips off his uh, medical gown and starts dancing around in his little like animal print pants. And it's just it's this ridiculous. Oh fuck it, we're going to save the world because Harry told us to, um, and we're all terrified. But let's have fun. And I really like that for me. You know, that whole um, summary from Rotten Tomatoes about it being a hotshot crew, that epitomises to me like an action hero 90s film is this group of misfit, slightly weird, kind of outside of society, but also yeah. really amazing heroes. Yeah. Like this Just motley like crew. Suicide Squad. 
of the week, Gareth. <laughs> are about to save the world. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it yet or listened to the podcast, so no spoilers for me, please. Sorry. Yeah, well, the um, only thing that I would say is the, the Suicide Squad is a lot less of a pro cliche oil drilling piece of propaganda <laughs> than Armageddon is. Yeah, true. It's just, true. This film, this film was made for Republicans, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> probably, yeah. It's, Don, it's Don, so, Donald it's, Trump watches this on a on a on a, on a sort of routinely. Yeah. A yearly routine. Actually, now he's not Republican, is he? Well, probably won't. Who knows what's going to happen with him? But um, he's now yeah. the uh, Joint Chief of Staff. <laughs> he's the Joint Chief Staffs. of Staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gaz, what about you? Give us, give us a favorite, favorite scene. Uh, I'm going to go just a step before yours, actually, Emma. I know that it's um, it's cheesy, but. And it's very 90s, but you don't see enough of this these days. It's like a sort of recruitment montage. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, I love Where, the recruitment montage. Yeah. And they're like... Oh God. Um, oh God. Owen Wilson's riding a horse being chased by helicopters. Like, actually, just, just by the way, what on earth is the point of Owen Wilson in this film? What? Why is he in it? He's awesome. To die. What do you mean he's awesome? Well, I, I hope... They talk about him being this like incredible genius, but then Steve Buscemi takes yeah. the genius role, and yeah, Owen Wilson's kill him off, yeah. <laughs> lines are about yeah, he's so expendable. Um, he's he he could be the good-looking one, but Ben Affleck's that. He could be the smart one, but Steve Buscemi's that. He could be th- could I be the know. funny one, but Steve Buscemi is that. <laughs> yeah, is um. Anyway, they, yeah, when they do the recruitment, that's always that's that's a good one, and they're all in their little different contexts, um, and uh, yeah, bears, and I love how they're all trying to avoid the FBI because they're all they all think they're in trouble because um, they're all roughnecks, uh, which is cool. They don't work for BP or. Um... Any, no, shell. they work for Stamper Oil. They work for Stamper Oil. Stamper Oil. Stamper Oil. Stamper Oil. Unfortunately, to this day, Stamper Oil is still not invested in renewable energies. And I have to say that is a shame. Um, <laughs> I have to admit. Poor form, AJ. Of, poor form. One of the things I'd forgotten about is the beginning of the film. So I mentioned about the, oh, it's an extinction level event. And Joe perked up and went, there were five extinction level events before that one. I was like, it's a film, leave Michael Bay alone. He doesn't know his science. Um, but was when you meet all of them on the oil rig and um and like I don't know how you felt, Gaz, but I obviously knew it was Liv Tyler in AJ's bed, and then when Bruce Willis is chasing him round the oil rig with a shotgun, which obviously you don't do. It's an oil rig, don't fire <laughs> weapons. But it's when you it almost like the recruitment montage, but it's when you get to meet everyone as well, and then you've got um Michael Clark Duncan with the biggest wrench I've ever seen in my life, just being like, woo, doo, doo, doo. Um, yeah, it was a bit, bit cartoon. I like that. Uh, the thing I is, though, if AJ hadn't jumped out the way of that first shot, mm. Harry literally would have just blown AJ's head off. Like, how? What's happening here? <laughs> this isn't the rest of. That he's a very quite set the context for the film. He's a very Stamper protective oil father. Does its own thing. Does its own yeah. thing. You, you... What happens on the oil rig stays on the oil rig. Correct. Well, apparently so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know they uh, they get over their differences, don't they? Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and to be I fair, it's very it's very fatherly shooting. 
towards AJ, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, yeah. It comes from a place of love. I'm only trying to blow your head off. Tough love. Tough I love. think of you as my son. And you're boning my daughter. Hmm. Boning. Um, hey, yes, can we, right, yeah, lads. Can we talk about the scene where um, Harry's like, my boys need a break. They're all going a bit insane. And then they go out and Steve Buscemi takes a hundred grand loan and they go to the strip club. We can. I think you've, I think you've talked about it. You've just talked about it. (laughs) That's it. But isn't it brilliant? (laughs) Just, can I just ask you how much you like it? Because I love it. Uh, Let me think. A hundred grand. How many strippers, (laughs) Gareth, could you get for a hundred grand? Should we do the math? (laughs) I mean, don't ask me this question. I don't know. You could get a hundred thousand one dollar bills. Gareth's a scumbag. He knows the answer. You give ten... Ten per stripper. It's a, sh- it's a shame That's John's 10, not here. That's ten thousand strippers. It, yeah, the he'd one time know. We actually need John. Believe it or not, because oh, he's fuck. a he's a former stripper, so he knows exactly. <laughs> yeah, he knows what to charge. And yeah. and the worrying thing is, I'm now picturing John stripping. Oh, which oh no! <laughs> and I can tell you what, a hundred very... grand would not be enough <laughs> to make me want to see that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> um, um, well. This is maybe maybe these scenes here are kind of part of the that that could have been cut and we could have stopped this film from being two and a half hours long because it's it has no consequence they get arrested I don't even think there's a follow up mention of the fact that they got arrested like <laughs> you don't have to nobody has to come and get them out of jail nobody the next day says come on man what are you doing nothing there is nothing. Um, no consequences whatsoever. <laughs> no consequences. They're, Just like there are no to consequences to fucking New York getting demolished by a bunch of asteroids. Yeah. Nobody hey, mentions look, it. At least the dog survived. Michael Bay did once say in an interview, um, it's one of the opening scenes, you can never you can't kill a dog. You can't kill a dog in a film. It's awful. So little Richie. He's little alive. Richard. But yeah, I mean, I th- I thought, because obviously I've never seen the film before, I thought Little Richard and his owner were going to be one of the, the drillers. Major characters, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there's a fair bit of time spent on them. Imagine that. That's it. Yeah, this, the, uh, film, the first the half an hour of the film. would be ridiculous if there was a dog in a little astronaut suit on the asteroid with him. That, that would be <laughs> oh, too Oh yeah, that would, it, would make it ridiculous. Would yeah. it though? Because Correct. I know... That would be my 169th error, but I'd love it. Uh, when Liv Tyler loses it at um, at Truman, like, that's my family up there. It's like, it, that's my family up there. I don't want to hear yes. I think so. Right. Things are a little bit bigger than your family, you idiot. There's, there's major, major things at work here. And also, what the fuck are you doing? There. Why are you there? Why is she allowed there? It's it's nonsense. NASA. Have you not seen NASA's chill, man? They're so cool. They let yeah, they broadcast chill. everything now. They're showing that you know they let teachers go to space. UFOs. NASA and shit, Island. You know, Pentagon. It's all it's all fucking lovey dovey now. Don't worry about it. Aliens, yeah, they're not in ninety eight, yeah, mate. Not in ninety eight. True. In ninety eight, it was like this is classified. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. classified in 1998. Um, I mean, I know we talked a bit about the cast, but I, I want to. There's a couple of people I want to call out. So, firstly, uh, Lucius Malfoy's in this film. Oh yeah, who's? Oh yeah, he yeah. is. Yes. He's the uh, he's the one. He is. He's the sort of chief Ronald science Quincy. officer. 
at one point he gets referred to as a wizard, which I thought was really funny because he's in the Harry Potter as a wizard. Um, and um, I, I, so Peter, Peter Stormare, who plays the Russian cosmos, cosmonaut, has been in so many bizarre things, but I can't name any of them apart from Constantine. Can you remember any of the other of, films uh, he's been in? Do you know what I was thinking of with him? He's maybe got the coolest sounding name in the world. Like, I mean, it's how it's written is is still pretty cool, but how it sounds, Storm Air, Storm yeah. Air. That's pretty mad. awesome, isn't it? That is insane. I, uh, Peter Storm Air. No way. That's ludicrous. You can't have that good a surname. Um, but he does. I don't know what else he's My in. My child is but... yet to be born, but I might name them Storm Air just just because I can. But then, then they get star. fucked you, over with having Leonard as the surname. But Stormare Leonard yeah. sounds like a fucking good name, so don't have a go at that, all right? Actually, I might allow it. Now, uh, if you'd like to know one of the things that Peter Stormare has been in, he was once in a video called The Batman versus Dracula, which there you go. I'd watch. And he voiced Strauss in Quake 4. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just in case you wanted to know um, one of my favourite performances is William Fitchner and I know I've mentioned him before and and actually funny enough Peter Stormare was in Prison Break with William Fitchner I remember them and working together like absolutely brilliant and I keep I kept seeing his face and thinking I cannot remember you I cannot remember so he plays Colonel Willie Sharp if nobody remembers yep. um, and I think he's he's excellent so there's a um, there is obviously a scene where he has a gun in space yeah Let's not talk about the yeah. reality of it. Um, but what I like is the one liner that comes out when they come back, where just as they're getting off the little spaceship, uh, Steve Buscemi goes, let's just not talk about the gun on the asteroid. You know, we're heroes now. And then they all jump down. The no, he like, talk, he's I talking like about it. his own thing with he, the he's gun. He's talking about his own actions. not not Where he goes not, silly, if you remember. He gets that. Like, yeah, I know. He goes gun. space mad. Space madness. Yeah. Setting fast, he gets he gets the space dementia according yeah. to oh god, <laughs> it reminds me that reminds me of a Ren and Stimpy episode where Ren and Stimpy are in space. I mean, God, if anyone hasn't watched Ren and Stimpy since they were kids, go back and watch Ren and Stimpy. It is fucked up. You will see yeah, things. It, it was fucked up when I was a kid. You thought were ex- acceptable as a kid. It is insane what that show got away with. But there's an episode where Ren and Stimpy are in space. I think it's called Marooned. Um, and basically, they go space mad. And it just reminded... Steve Buscemi reminds me of Ren in that episode of Ren and Stimpy. Okay. Fucking hell. But go watch is Ren it, and Stimpy. It's interesting because Steve Buscemi <laughs> talks about like how he played the character. And he he, he took on the role um, with a view that Stimpy his character idiot. saw the mission as a suicide mission which is why he behaves the way he does. Um, and I th- I just think he's brilliant. I mean, Steve Buscemi is never bad mm. yeah. in a film, mm. is he? I will say, no. I will say you don't, uh, you don't get that until the point that he starts shooting at, like, like an idiot, shooting everything. <laughs> when he goes <laughs> Then I was yeah. like, what's happening here? But that, that was very sudden and out of nowhere. And I'm not quite sure I, I got what he was going for. If, if he thought that he was, that it was suicidal from the start. I suppose that's that's why. Uh, I suppose thinking now, that's why he takes the hundred grand, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, mm. no worries. Um, yeah, because he he thinks he's not no more likely to yeah, die okay. than this you is, are. 
This is a far deeper film than I realised. I have suddenly clocked it. Um, I just wanted to check Lucy and Malfoy, Jason Isaacs, right? Correct. Mm. Yeah, Jason yeah. Isaacs. What's his character's name in this? Ronald Quincy. Is he the? Oh, he's the like super. He's dweeb, a science like, guy. Yeah, super, super science, science guy. guy works yeah. for NASA. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's he's clever. Yeah, he is very. Clever. He's more clever Un- than Owen unlike- Wilson. And more clever than the president's chief astrophysicist, who only got a C minus uh, at MIT. True, true. So, I mean, that's terrifying, true. isn't it? C minus, poor. Not Can sure that's how the grading system works. Again, you know, suspend your uh, reality for a film like this. Uh, is there any, any any other business about the the content or the performances of Armageddon before we move on to the quiz? Let's quiz it up. Let's do it. Len, please remind the listeners of the rules of the quiz. Simple. Six questions. Has to score 50%. Anyone who's good at math will know that that is three correct answers. If you get three correct answers, you do not have to watch the film again. Any less than three correct, you have to watch the film again. Music begins now. Gareth, it's time to prove that you have watched all 200 and 200, two hours and 30 minutes of Armageddon. I mean, I proved it. I gave it three three blueberries. That's enough. Well, no, it's not. It is not enough. Question number one, Gareth. How many days are there before the asteroid hits and destroys the Earth? Ouch. Uh, that's a good question. It's 18. <laughs> Correct! Uh, I, I like that as a question because it made sense it was sensible and it was at a decent level of difficulty so (laughs) and i and i already had that one in my back pocket so well done what is the name of steve buscemi's character um rock hound Okay, we're going to have to get a bit more challenging, I think, here, because that is No, correct. no, no, we don't need to get any more challenging. That's perfect. That's perfect, because that gave me a second of dread, and then I remembered it. So that's what you want. That's what you want from a quiz. Okay. Before they go to space and agree to go to space with Harry, the team make a number of requests, including yeah. not ever having to pay taxes again and spending the summer in the White House. How many park it tickets... Park it, parking tickets. Oh, come on. Does yeah. Owen Wilson's character Oscar want written off? I mean, that's. that's Bonus point if you can tell me in how many states. Um, I think it ended in a seven. I'm going to say f- fifty-seven across oh, eleven it's states. Is only fifty? Okay, yeah, I was going to say it's fifty states. So. <laughs> it's fifty-six. I'll oh, get fucked. How many states? I'm so sorry. Seven. Oh, it's 56 they're... tickets in the seven states. I'm so sorry, Gaz, but nah. you you don't get a point Loser. for that. I think I think we should give Gaz half a point for that, though. Nah, fuck because... him. No, we don't. No, no, fuck him. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, no points. No points. Hey, just, Len, you just remember the bet that I let you off this morning, by the way. So I can, okay. I can oh, reverse my decision on that. Doesn't matter. 
<laughs> We're going to take another 20 minutes in this quiz. Oh, God. Gareth, question number four. How many feet do Harry Stamper and his hotshot crew have to drill down into the asteroid? Easy. Eight hundred. Correct. You'll be pleased to know, Gaz, that you are not going to be forced to rewatch Armageddon. But the quiz is not yet over. Thanks. It's not yet over. Um, but for some reason, they keep going. Like, he gets to, like, a 802. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. it's very difficult to be that precise when the, when the asteroid's yeah. about to blow up and you're about well, to die. It's kind well, then my in space. Is, like when you're filling up your car with petrol and you're trying to make it exactly land on, you know, 60 bucks. 20 quid. Uh, yeah, or 20 quid in your language. Yeah. Um, okay, question number five. How long has the Russian cosmonaut been on the space station alone? 18 months. Oh, well done, Gaz. Why is he not Drop my pen. Red I've dropped my pen. Uh, okay, question number six, Gareth, the last one, and I, I did this one especially for you. It's a two-parter. What state is the size of the asteroid compared to, and Gareth, oh. is that accurate? Uh, it's compared to Texas. I'd say it's the same That's size a as Texas. Huge state, by the way. Um, which is in our, which which is a big one to pick. Um, like honestly, they could have said they could have said Rhode Island. It would have been big Illinois. enough. Illinois. Any of them would have been fine. Um, I don't know if it's accurate because I don't know what the size of the um, asteroid yeah. was. Let's, so I'm going to let's guess it this way. No. I don't know the answer. I just I wanted your opinion. <laughs> As as ge- as geography uh, boy, I, I just let's thought put it this might. way: the asteroid is big enough to have gravity, which would mean it has to be bigger than the moon to have the sort of gravity that Michael is Texas pays. bigger no, than the moon? No, I don't think they've got. I don't think they've got. Um, it's got more they gravity have, than the moon. No, listen, they have to use what Texas? No, no gravity in Texas to keep them on the ground, right? But what I will say is on the moon. You can just hop around and stuff. On their planet, they're walking around like it's fucking nothing's business. Right, I'm going to ask you to go and, and take take this conversation offline as homework and report back. I'll take it to the moon. Yeah, maybe go to the moon, Liz. <laughs> Why not? You know, fucking <laughs> hell. Wow. Okay. Well, Gaz, well done. Congratulations. Thank you. You've, you've, you've done a stellar job of passing. I was nervous. Quiz. I was nervous going in. I'll you, be honest. Hey, so, Gaz, uh, you drive. Um, you make me... You make Gaz. You make me lo- lo- loon- Luna, Looney, Luna, Looney. See what I did there? <laughs> oh, good. Wait, what's I have reached my Dante's peak here. Oh, that's let's good. move along. Yeah, that was you... quite good for me, but no one actually laughed. So I'm just trying to think. Gaz of is thinking. Space wheels are turning. <laughs> Clearly, didn't have much of a deep impact in it. Oh, no. nice. I'm a getting out of here. So. Um, yeah, <laughs> but before good. you do, Gaz, um, I think it, it's time for somebody to reveal, and it's not going to be me, what the next How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That is. Fuck. We haven't discussed this, have we? So, turns out that Emma got hit by an asteroid um, yeah. during this podcast one of we the tried to rogue asteroids from New York hit one of the other many uh, populated cities uh, and hit Emma. So she's all right, though. Don't worry. Just bump on the head. But turns out that I'm going to have to do the outro. So Gareth did the quiz. He passed. Well done, mate. Um, okay. Yeah. Cheers for your support what, throughout. 
booing yeah, no worries. constantly. What I will say is, for the first time ever, because of this technical error, there will be a surprise reveal in the next How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That next month about what we'll be covering. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that nice. one. Um, check out Suicide Squad review. Check out Worcester Netflix coming back in a few weeks. Check out Not All Sequels coming out in a few weeks. Subscribe to the podcast patreon.com forward slash fan critical to give us some special dollary dues to make more podcasts uh, and thank you all for your continued support i want to say thank you to emma who is now resting her head injury in hospital i want to say thank you to gareth armageddon out of here i've already said good it, one. but it's too uh, good a pun and thanks to, to me thanks to me because i really made this podcast the best so thanks guys which one are you catch you on the next one yeah rock hound <laughs>